Bible at the Beach. Today we'll be in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 33. Let's pray together. God, give us the eyes to see today. Give us the ears to hear today. Give us the heart, the courage to be willing to change so that we can hear and live for you. In your name, amen. So today we're going to start out in verse 21 of Ephesians chapter 5. It says, out of your reverence for Christ, be, su be supportive of each other in love. Now, the motivation for being a loving follower of Jesus is to be supportive and encouraging of each other in our loyalty and in our relationship with Jesus. So there's one focus in our faith, it's Jesus. There's one motive in our faith, it's following Jesus. So in that spirit, let's look at verse 22. It says, Out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive of each other in love. Wives, this means being devoted to your husbands, like you're tenderly devoted to our Lord. For the husband provides leadership for the wife, just as Christ provides leadership for his church as the Savior and reviver of the body. In the same way, the church is devoted to Christ. Let the wives be devoted to their husbands in everything. So this is one of the most misunderstood <clears throat> passages in the New Testament. I've heard this taught at least 25 different times that I can think of. What is Jesus trying to say here? Is this a statement about hierarchy in relationships? No, it is not. It is a statement about who God expects to take initiative in the marital relationship. God puts the initiative squarely on the shoulders of the husband. What does initiative mean? God wants husbands to take initiative to pray, initiative to put God's word as a priority in the home, initiative to take responsibility for the spiritual well-being of the family. That's what this passage means. In a perfect world, the initiative for the spiritual responsibility for a marriage and family comes from the husband. Unfortunately, we live in a broken world where this isn't always the case. When you interpret an ideal through the lens of brokenness, you get all sorts of weird ramifications of that. This isn't a struggle for power. This passage isn't a struggle for power. This passage isn't a struggle for dominance. This passage is an explanation of God's ideal for a relationship. In a perfect world, a husband would take initiative to pray, to lead the family in scripture. Well, we live in a broken planet. We live in a broken world. Is God redeeming all things? Well, sure he is. This isn't a pretext for chauvinism, for power, and for dominance. I've heard it taught in that light. Uh, that's false. That's inaccurate, that's sinful, and that's uh, anytime people quote scripture to build their personal leverage, um, that's a misuse of power. So in light of that, let's get into the next part of the scripture. And to husbands, you're to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender, tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us as bride. For he died for us, sacrificing himself to make us holy and pure, cleansing himself through the showering of the pure 
water of the word. So again, an ideal world, husband takes initiative, husband makes sacrifices for wife, for family. That's God's ideal. When we get to heaven, we can talk to God about that if we like. But again, Bible just communicates perfect ideals, not, um, he doesn't lower ideals to fit our situations. So again, that's God's ideal in a perfect relationship is that husband would take initiative. Um, initiative uh, takes effort. Uh, initiative takes sacrifice. Initiative takes humility. A better way to look at this is God saying, listen, husbands, I'm inviting you to take initiative. I'm inviting you to sacrifice. I'm inviting you to humility as you uh, lead and love your wife, as you lead and love your family. So real men don't quote scripture to put themselves in a position of leverage. Real men quote scripture to put themselves in a, posi in a position of humility and in a position of servanthood uh, and in a position of sacrifice. So that's the heart of Jesus here. Uh, verse 27, he says, all <clears throat> that he does in us is designed to make us mature. So how do you know you're becoming mature? When you're taking initiative to be humble, when you're taking initiative to work hard, when you're taking initiative to sacrifice for, uh, for, for your uh, marriage and for your family. He says, until we become a source of praise to him, glorious and radiant, beautiful and holy, without fault or flaw. Now look at verse 28. Husbands have the obligation of loving and caring for their wives the same way they love and care for their own bodies. For to love your wife is to love your own self. So I live in San Clemente. Uh, this is sort of home of the six pack. Uh, my father came to my, uh, my granddaughter's uh, swimming event um, last week and, and remarked as he looked around the pool at all the parents in there. And he's like, does anybody here have an ounce of body fat? So I live in an area of the country where people take care of themselves. This verse makes sense. God's literally saying, in the same way that you take care of your body, you know, you watch everything that you eat, you exercise, you're fit, you're tan. You know, this is the home of the tight, tanned and toned here in Talega. Um, to the degree that you take that seriously, that's the degree that you're supposed to love and value your wife. So pretty understandable given the situation. <clears throat> He says, no one abuses his own body, but he pampers it. Boy, is that true around here? Serving and satisfying its needs. Boy, that's true. We talk about cold plunges and heat therapy and ketogenic diets and intermittent fasting and, and the value of a, a UV a vitamin D creation by being in the sun. I've heard it all. Uh, and God says, in the same way that you take all of this stuff super serious, what's even more serious is your attitude towards your wife and your family. So again, he says that's exactly what Christ does for his church. He serves and satisfies us as members of his body. So again, God is putting the initiative, responsibility, uh, and humility. He wants men to go first. Every, in all relationships, someone makes the first step. God made the first step to us by sending Jesus. So he's saying when you're in a relationship, if you're a guy, God expects you to go first. What are you going first with? Humility, servanthood, sacrifice. That's how to best understand and interpret this passage. 
Verse 31, he says, for this reason, a man is to leave his father and mother and lovingly hold to his wife since the two have become joined as one flesh. So when you're married, you're one flesh. You're together, one flesh, one priority, one set of decision-making principles. Marriage is the beautiful design of the Almighty, <clears throat> a great mystery of Christ and his church. Will you be married sometimes and your own marriage will feel like a mystery? Absolutely. Uh, in a few weeks now, Marie and I will been, have been uh, married together for seven years, and a lot of times I've just thought to myself, not only do I not understand myself, I certainly don't understand my wife, and I definitely don't understand the season that I'm in. And that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to have all the answers about yourself and all the answers about your marriage and all the answers about the specific season that you find yourself in. You can simply say sometimes, like I have done it many times, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. Give me the strength to keep going. Again, it shows humility. It shows uh, perseverance. Uh, and he says, um, so every married man should be gracious to his wife just as he's gracious to himself. And every wife should be tenderly devoted to her husband. So what I have seen most of the time is if you take the initiative, that provides a context for soft hearts. So again, God's just trying to challenge us here. Take initiative for servanthood. Take initiative for humility. Take initiative for sacrifice. And out of that foundation, a whole lot of good happens in your marriage and your family. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Bible at the Beach today. I hope you're blessed by this. If this is encouraging to you, please pass it on to someone else. Until next time, have a beautiful day.